Hey everybody, this is Mark Richards, the owner of Wasatch Recovery and a proud sponsor of Todd Sylvester's BeliefCast. We are excited to have you join us as we discuss Wasatch Recovery's unique treatment programs for overcoming addictions and techniques for developing a healthier lifestyle. We call this the Wasatch Way. Wasatch Recovery's goal is to instill hope, teach resilience, and help you achieve recovery. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd with the Belief Cast once again. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we're doing an episode of the Wasatch Way. Mark and I, Mark Richards, the owner of Wasatch Recovery, have done several of these, and the feedback has been phenomenal. We have people constantly calling us and checking in, getting their loved ones into treatment because of this. So we're so grateful for all your support. And today's going to be another great episode. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. Um, thanks to our sponsors and just everyone that supports us. It's fantastic. So Mark is here with me live at Wasatch Recovery. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Toddy. Yes. Excited? Yeah, always. I've done this for a few it's minutes. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Mark's been busy. I've been busy. and But we're glad to get back to this. We're going to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving that's coming up with everybody. We got some thoughts about that. But before we get into that, you know, a few things Mark and I have been talking about lately. One is you know, when we pay someone a compliment and they start to laugh and they get shy and awkward around it, it's just interesting. It, it really points out a belief system this person has. And so we had a, uh, an experience, you and I, with someone here at treatment yesterday where we paid her a compliment and she just kind of wanted to crawl into a hole. So why do people do that in your mind, Mark, when, we do, when, you, when you see someone, you know, get uncomfortable with a compliment? You know, I think, I think we've all felt that feeling of when somebody compliments you yeah, that you do kind of go, Ooh, do I really want to say thank you? Or do <laughs> yeah, I right. say, no, 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 no. You know, I'm not this great. And right. uh, it's hard to accept compliments yeah. for everybody, but it's a little bit different. What we see here. I think that when we see these residents come in and people mm-hmm. come in and they, they feel broken. We know they're not broken right. at that point, but they feel this they broken. Feel it, yeah you know, this, that they, uh, that they've had for such a long time to hear somebody give them a compliment. They're so used to hearing the negative (laughs) and not only from people on the outside, but in their own minds. Yeah. Right. And that's what I see is it's so hard to hear. I'm doing well, or man, you look great today. Anything that's positive, they want to turn into a negative in their mind because again, I just think it's their belief system at that moment. And they Absolutely. do, they shy right away from it really quick. They quick. do, they want to crawl into a hole Yeah, and see how uncomfortable it makes them. <laughs> yeah. I think you make a good point there, Mark. I think everyone listening to this can agree with there's times where I get a compliment and I feel uncomfortable and it usually is because you don't believe it, but it's probably magnified here in treatment because they've blown up their lives They've, you know, some of them been in and out of treatment several times. They've been in and out of jail and it's rare for them to hear you're doing good or, Hey, you wrote this letter to, to your younger self. That's kind of what happened yesterday. And it was powerful. So beautiful. And it's like, Oh no, no, it wasn't that good. You know? And again, I think they just are shocked that they're hearing positive feedback to what they're doing. They're not you're not nor- normally used to that kind of stuff. So it's interesting, isn't it? It really is. And, uh, you know, it, it was funny because that interaction with you and I and this resident, um, I watched you say, why don't you just say thank you? And she still cringed. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> and you kept going, 
and and she said you're right and uh-huh. and she said thank you <laughs> and i just started laughing because it was so uncomfortable for her to say thank you yeah and accept that compliment yeah. and again you you see it it's just their belief is is they're 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 broken. Yeah, exactly. You know, I had a, a really cool experience. Uh, I had uh, an opportunity to speak at the Utah State Prison. It's been three years now, I think. Wow. And um, they had three inmates get up before I was going to speak to give five minutes of their story. And the last guy that stood up, the very last thing he said to the entire, there was 120 inmates there. It was so powerful. He said, if you don't own your story, it owns you. And I thought, wow, that is so profound. Um, I've heard that maybe before, but for some reason that time, it just hit me. And that's really what a thank you is. So Mark, if you pay me a compliment, I, I hope I'll look you in the eye and say thank you because I want to own the compliment versus, oh, yeah, thanks, Mark, whatever, you know, and I want to crawl in a hole. It's, I'm not owning it. You know, it's I can't accept that I actually did something good that you're seeing or something like that, right? So I think saying thank you is your way of saying i own the compliment i own it i believe it i love that it's powerful well and we we often talk here at wasatch recovery about victim stance and people have played the victim for so long yeah that it is so uncomfortable to accept that compliment because if you accept that compliment you have to take yourself out of that victim stance. <laughs> right. You actually have to pull yourself out of the victim yeah. stance and say, thank you yeah, and believe it. Yeah. And you know, it's obvious if they believe it or not, Yeah, but even just saying it is difficult yeah. because immediately <laughs> they got to go, holy smokes, I can't be the victim right now. That's a good point. And yeah. uh, I love it. I yeah. love that it forces them to go. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Mark. Cause this, reminded me of something that happened the other day and you, you get it too, where we have these aha moments here. And I, I finally got an answer to a question that I get all the time. Why is it so easy for me to forgive other people, but yet it's hard for me to forgive myself. And it clicked the other day and tell me what I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Mark. I think, and I may be off, but I think the reason why we have a hard time forgiving ourselves, and I think there's two big reasons Number one is when I don't forgive myself and I express that around my circle of influence, I typically will get sympathy. Like, no, no, you're good. You, Todd, you can do this. And I, and I actually love hearing because then these people are acknowledging to me they actually care about me. So there's one. And the other is what you just mentioned about that. If you own it, you get rid of the excuse, the victim stance. So if I finally own and take accountability of my life, which means that's a part of forgiveness. Right. So if I, so what happens is maybe a reason why I don't want to forgive myself is I don't want to give up the reason why I'm blowing up my life. I don't know. What do you think of that? It clicked the other day in my head. I'm not sure if that's 100% correct, but it feels like that's the reasons why. I, I really, know. I think you're dead on. I really yeah. do. It, it makes you go, wow, I can't blow up my life. If I'm taking this stance, if I own who I am (laughs) and I really truly believe and forgive myself for all the things that I've done to myself and to others, then you can't take that stance anymore. And that's what I love about watching them get uncomfortable because it's an immediate choice. 
yeah. to go thank you or no, 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 no. And right. sometimes I think people want to hear it over and over and over and they're craving that validation. Exactly. But again, that takes them back into that victim stance. I need more. <laughs> right. Ingratiate me a little more. Yeah, wow. You know, feed it to me just a little <laughs> bit more. Right. And, uh, yeah. and they don't need that. They just need to say thank you. And what's interesting is when you say thank you, there's a lot of times where I feel unworthy. Right. But I realize I am worthy. Yeah. You actually realize psychologically yeah. I am worthy for that compliment. Absolutely. And that's difficult to accept sometimes because of the way we look at ourselves. And I think it goes right to what you're saying. You haven't forgiven yourself yet. Yeah. And we all make stupid errors. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is I'm, I'm a guy that I've learned to forgive myself pretty quickly yeah. and pretty easily. Right. Because I know how many faults I have. Mm -hmm. I am... <laughs> daily right <laughs> yeah. every day i go to the end of the day and go man you did this bad and you didn't do this very well and you didn't do this and i i've learned here at wasatch if i carry that even yeah. through the next day i'm going to screw up again tomorrow and now all of a sudden it's going to be double yeah. and if i don't let go of that by tomorrow that's going to start to build and build snowball and build. yeah and so For i think sure. it's i think it's one of those things that we do so well is we we teach people forgive yourself on the spot yeah. when you do something wrong don't be afraid to correct it right right there on the spot so many people are so yeah. used to lying right when they're yeah, in this situation totally <laughs> they just hate to tell the truth and they're trying to figure out how to tell the truth and i often say to people stand up tall look people in the face yes and if you over exaggerate something and you feel like you're not telling the whole truth yeah on the spot say you know what I just over-exaggerated that. This is actually what happened. Wow. And I said, see what people do when you do that. Yeah. Instant respect. They don't totally. judge you. They look at you and go, wow, that yeah. took some courage. Oh, for sure. Right? Absolutely. It's everything you don't think is going to happen yeah. will happen. I love that, Mark. I always ask the clients, hey, have you ever been in a group of people and they're talking about a movie and you say you've seen the movie? And you, but you've never seen the movie. And they're like, yeah. And I go, and I'm guilty of that too. It's like, we've all done that. Cause we all want to be a part of the conversation. We want to feel validated. We want to feel accepted by the group. And I go, a lot of times we'll do that, <laughs> you know? So and that just reminded me, like, if you can own, I know when I was first getting clean and sober, the easy part was stopping the drugs and alcohol. The hard part was I was a liar. And I uh, had the same advice that you just gave Mark is, if you tell a lie and if it's in, in, if it's in a group of people, just own it right then and there. Just go, hey, go, whoa, guys, you know what? I've never seen that movie. I don't know why I just said that. I apologize. And I've done that. And people actually give you like, hey, that was actually really cool. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah, because they wouldn't have been done, able to do that. Yeah, they've all they've done, done it. it too. Yeah, so yeah, I love that, Mark, because owning that in the moment, and if you do it quickly, it doesn't build or snowball like you said. Boy, the power in saying... Owning your story, saying thank you, forgiving yourself on the spot, and, and, and owning your stuff. It's so powerful. So I love, I was talking to Tina, who's our experiential director one day. Yeah. And she made a great point. Um, we've all heard the statement, love thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah. Right? Right. And she made a great point to me one day, and I've used it a number of times since she said it. Mm-hmm. Love thy neighbor as thyself. If you don't love thyself, mm -hmm. 
Mm. How do you love thy neighbor? Yeah. And I, and I thought you can't hate yourself and love your neighbor. Yeah. And I don't know why that comes to me right now, but I start thinking about that and I start going, okay, it's hard to pay a compliment. If you don't love yourself, it's hard to accept a compliment. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, That's a good point. obviously. Yeah. yeah. Although I think it's easier to give than it is to receive. Yeah. And for most people. Right. Um, yeah. It feels that way. Don't you think? Yeah. Especially it, in treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think with that, one thing that we do well, again, is we encourage people to give and give, especially at this time of year, right? Yes. Going into Thanksgiving. Yeah but also be able to receive. Yeah. And that's the hard part because again, you have to forgive yourself and you got to forgive yourself on the spot. Even if you don't feel worthy, you've got to bite your tongue and go, thank you. Yeah. And pretty soon that belief system is going to change because enough people are going to tell you a compliment and you're actually going to accept the compliment mm. where now you're going to start believing. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to give away what you don't possess. Right. So if you don't love yourself, it's really difficult to, to give that away. Right. Yeah. If you've ever been in sales, if you don't believe in your product, you're not going to be very effective. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, the most effective people are the people that believe in their product. Yeah. So. Wow. I love that, Mark. And we are going to talk about Thanksgiving. Um, but what you said sparked another thought in my mind about um, how quickly we can forgive others or see the good in others, but not in ourselves. And we work with a lot of clients who come in here who have children and so I'll always ask the client, okay, between zero and 100%, where, what's your value as a human being right now? Just be honest with me. Where, where would you put yourself? And it's always below 50. You know, it's like 20%, 30%. And then I'll say, name one of your kids. And, you know, they'll name off one of their kids. I go, what's their value? And without hesitation, 100%. I go, well, they've made mistakes. They screw up. You're like, they're like, I know, but they're at 100. They're more than 100. And I go, isn't it funny? You can quickly see it in your children, but you, you say, I'm at a 20. Right. Why aren't you at 100? I don't care that you, you've made mistakes because it's the same thing. You wrote, but yeah, but Todd, but you don't understand. No, I don't know. Why are you not at 100? Right. And it's so, it's so funny how we can quickly see their values at 100. Mine's not. That's the victim mindset again. That's not owning our story. That's us giving ourselves an excuse to keep blowing up. I'm not at 100, so guess what? I'm going to keep blowing up my life. Well, and it happens even subconsciously. They don't even realize it. Oh, 100%. I right? agree. <laughs> um, it takes me back to your story about the prison when you were there speaking. Yeah. In that same moment when you asked those guys, oh, and yeah. I think you've spoke about it here on, yeah. on your podcast, who's a criminal here? Yeah. And they all raised their hand. Yeah. And then you pointed out to them one after another, after another, that that day and moving forward, they don't have to be a criminal. They weren't yeah. a criminal at that point. In that moment, they were In weren't. that moment, they're not, not a criminal anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that's so hard <laughs> for us. And it just shows that we, we focus so much on the past yeah. and going to that point of forgive yourself on the spot. Yeah. And we want to drive that home because yeah. again, you and I are no more perfect than anybody else in this world. Right. And never will be. And I'm always hitting on that because yeah. I know I got a million faults. Yeah. Ask my wife, <laughs> right? I've got a million yeah. faults. Yeah. But I'm aware of those faults and I work hard. I try and be better yeah. tomorrow than I was yeah. today. But I don't carry that. I forgive myself and go, okay, now get your crap together. Exactly. And work harder tomorrow. Yeah. 
and I'm okay. Yeah, and despite the mistakes you make, your family views you at 100. Just like you view your kids at 100, Mark. Right. Like without hesitation. Despite if they've made a mistake or not, you don't even look at it that way. You don't even, it doesn't even come. But it's funny how we'll just beat ourselves up and keep ourselves in that victim mindset. So again, I guess the moral of what we're talking about is own your story, say thank you when someone pays you a compliment, forgive yourself on the spot. If you tell a lie, own it in the moment. People will respect that. I mean, how's that not a great way to live? Right? I don't know. One of my favorite <laughs> things to watch is, and I think, I hate to say this, so hopefully it doesn't come across as uh, uh, generalization, but I, I, I watch a lot of women when they're in a group of girls and the girls will say, oh my gosh, you look so cute today. And I always hear, no, 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 no. And they don't want to accept that. Yeah. And I always laugh because I'm like, you work so hard at home. Yeah. You put on all your makeup yeah. and you did your hair and you got in. Spent an hour. And you look phenomenal. Yeah. And the first thing you say is, no, no, I don't look great, you know. And yeah. there may be multiple reasons why you do that. But I see that yeah. all the time instead of just saying, hey, thanks. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, thanks. I, I do look good. It would be amazing to see what all the girls in the group would do if you just said, hey, thanks. Yeah. They'd be like, <laughs> what? Whoa. Maybe I can do that. Yeah, maybe I can do that. Because you're all trying to look good. For sure. And if somebody yeah. pays you that compliment, it's hard to say thank you. It just flat out is. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it goes back to that belief system. If you believe what they're saying, you're going to say thank you. And what's interesting is if you just start saying thank you, you may not fully believe it on, in day one. But if you just make that you, your your MO when it comes to someone paying you a compliment, you'll, you really will just recognize it's the truth. Yeah. It just is. Right, I think it's a, I think it's a great challenge for all of us. Say thank you when somebody pays you a compliment. Yeah, I'm as guilty as anybody of yeah. saying, yeah, yeah, whatever. Right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't. You know, I'm my biggest critic. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and there's times where people <laughs> pay me a compliment, and I'm thinking, oh gosh, only if they knew. If you only knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. If you would have seen me last night. Yep. Yeah. But I I work on that also. Yeah. And and I do. I say thank well, you. I appreciate what you're saying, Mark, because I think people, I mean, you own Wasatch Recovery, and I know you don't look at it this way, but people look at you like, oh, he owns Wasatch Recovery, and and I love that you're always just own your stuff in front of everybody. I think people go, oh wow. So Mark struggles, you know, I, I and, it, and especially p- our clients who come in, th- that's the thing I hear all the time, man. That, that guy's just so real. I really appreciate that, you know, especially when you share in family night and your story and how this all came about and just, I don't know, it's just really refreshing uh, to see someone like that that's willing to just admit, yeah, I screw up all the time, <laughs> <laughs> right? I just want you to know, it's just, it's nice to, that you're, you're human is the point, is we're all human. We're the same. doesn't matter if you have this or that, right? And this is where I'm supposed to say thank you, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're welcome, Mark. Thank you, Todd. Well, so we're coming up on the Thanksgiving uh, holiday coming up here in the next few days. And obviously, this is a time where people start to reflect, probably more so than any other time in the year, going, hey, I should be grateful for certain things. I should express that gratitude towards my family and friends. I don't know. Do you do you have any kind of things that you do on a personal level during Thanksgiving that's been like a tradition for you, even if it's just personally, or do you and your family do anything around that kind of stuff, or 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 any advice that we could give our listeners right now that would be a way to help them feel 
maybe some more gratitude and thankfulness during this holiday season coming up? Well, I think it's just that I don't, I don't have anything really specific that I do, Yeah. but I always, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I'll be honest. That's just my favorite holiday. Not only because I eat a lot of turkey and Is it food and, and football? <laughs> so it is because totally. I eat a lot of good food and watch football on that day. And it's pretty casual, but because it does, it, it reminds me what I'm supposed to be grateful for. Yeah. And I do love, mm-hmm. so one of the traditions, and I think a lot of people do this, go around the table. Right. Say one thing that you're grateful for. Yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of the kids will say, you know, my family, my family, my family. Well, that's true. Yeah. Even when you don't believe that they're grateful for you at yeah. this point, they are. Yeah, they really and are. And kids are so willing to forgive so quickly. <laughs> but going into the Thanksgiving season, I think that's just the biggest challenge that we have is just mm-hmm. look around and be grateful for the little things is what I try and yeah. see. That we're, a lot of us are grateful for the big things, the things that we're supposed to be grateful for. We're grateful that you know, we're alive. We're yeah. grateful that we've got a family. Yeah. We're grateful for some of these things. Um, you know, yeah. be grateful for your health. Be grateful that you have what you do. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is. There's somebody that could always be in a worse situation. Yeah. There's always going to be people that look like they're in a better situation. Yeah. But I can tell you, everybody's going through something. Yep. And yeah, that's, I love that. that's another thing that I, I see in people is they want to view the world that everybody is so happy. And I think a lot of that has to do with social media now yeah. is we post a picture in that quarter of a second. Show me how happy you are. Yeah. And people believe, oh, my word, these people are so happy. Why am I not? And we start comparing. And we compare. Yeah. And we actually, in this yeah. period of time, can drag ourselves down instead mm-hmm. of building ourselves up. Yeah. So I think a great challenge is, is be grateful for you. Be grateful like for that. the things that you do. Yeah. I and like it may not be everything you want at this point. Yeah. But I can tell you there's greatness in everybody. For sure. So be grateful for you and that you have I the like ability that. to go do something. That's what I love I'm thinking. That. I like that a lot. How does, before I, I was going to share something, but I want to hear your thoughts first on this. In recovery and in our treatment center here, how does gratitude play a role in the recovery in your mind? Well, number one, just just being grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's truly an opportunity. Yeah, there's so many people in this world that either need or want treatment that never can get it. Yeah. So good there's a blessing right there. Yeah, for sure. The opportunity that you're here, the blessing that you're here, take full advantage of it. Yeah. And be so grateful for the opportunity that you have to take a moment to leave the world behind and to focus on yourself. Yeah. All of us crave that opportunity. For sure. Yeah. I would love <laughs> to take a period of time and do nothing but focus on myself. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think a lot of us, you know, in the world and anybody who's listening, take away the word rehab. There's a negative connotation to that. How about taking a hiatus in your life or just a vacation for heaven's sakes? Yeah. And people are like, oh, okay, a vacation. I see it all the time. People come in and then they don't want to leave. Yeah. And they they shut their life off. That's been so chaotic. Right. And they come here and go, oh, it's almost like they can rest from that chaos. Yeah. 
Right. How many of us crave just to decompress <laughs> right. and to be able to come and take an opportunity to not only decompress, but to work on yourself and to do all these things. Yeah. Be so grateful that you're here. And yeah. that's what I really try and tell my residents. And it's not easy to come here during the sure. holidays, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's really you're, hard. You're, your family's out eating turkey and watching football, and you're sitting in this yeah. place eating turkey. And watching football. <laughs> watching football. Yeah, this but, place, yeah, we let you do a yeah, lot of things here. Yeah. And uh, But, boy, what a what a great thing to be able to be here. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Just about anywhere if you're working on yourself. Yeah, very well said, Mark. Um, I love that. I think gratitude is essential to overcoming anything, whether it's addiction, selfishness, um, you know, low self-esteem, whatever, you name it. Gratitude is so powerful. I often say it's the most powerful stimulant on the planet. I love that. I really do. Um, something that uh, I've done before, and I'm going to give a challenge to all our listeners, is your loved ones, let's just say your family, whoever you might be closest to, or if it's a friend or a teacher, write them a letter of gratitude and drop it in the mail. Like I've done this with my wife where I will write a letter to my wife and mail it to our house. So she'll get a letter in the mail at our house instead of just putting it on her pillow or something. She gets it in it. There's something about getting a letter in the mail. Uh, I've done it with my kids. I've done it with friends. You you name it. So that's how I love to express, especially during this time, my gratefulness and gratitude towards everything that I have. I love what you said. Be grateful for you. I think that's another thing we should also look in the mirror and say, what am I grateful for about me? That kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I don't know. Maybe a challenge to anyone listening to this, write a letter to your family, each and every one of them. doesn't have to be long, and drop it in the mail. Even if it comes to the same house you're living in, you watch the response. It's pretty amazing. I love it. I'm going to take your challenge on. I'm going to really do that. Dude, I'm going to well, do that this year. Okay. I mean, imagine Becca opens up in the mail a letter from her husband who lives there. It's just, it's like this, I don't know what it does to their psyche, but it's powerful. I can see it. I can feel it's it amazing. just by you talking about it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I can see just, I can see the reaction in my in my mind, mm-hmm. and I haven't even done it. And yep. what a great thing. Wow, yeah. So there's my challenge to our listeners. Mark's going to do it. I'm going to do it again. Um, anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap this up? You know, it's just it's just awesome to be able to do what we do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to yeah. express some of my gratitude. Yeah. Uh, to be able to do it with you. To be able to do it with such an incredible staff. Yeah. And to be able to meet such incredible people who are in rehab. Yeah. And it's one of my biggest things that I'm grateful for. Yeah. Is to be able to wake up and come and see people who don't believe. And as they transition to beliefs that they never yeah. thought they could have totally. is the most yeah. gratifying thing <laughs> for sure I've ever done in my life. And, and yeah. truly, um, I am so grateful for this opportunity and, and to be able to sit here and tell the world and to yeah. be able to be a part of your podcast, Todd, is just amazing to me. Oh, thank you. Well, that's very well said. And, and I, I want to attest that I do see you express gratitude to every client that comes through here. They still always say, I can't believe the owner knows my name. Not only that, he gives me a hug when I come in the barn, and we call it the barn. It's actually where our offices are because it used to be a barn. <laughs> in case you were wondering, <laughs> we're not in a barn. But uh, to, the clients really just appreciate that more than you know. And I do know, and I think everyone knows how grateful you are for this place and what, what happens here. Miracles take place. 
I'm grateful to work with you, Mark. Uh, you're a great owner, great friend. I admire you on so many levels. We're doing a lot of good things together, which is really cool. We are. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for all our listeners. I mean, I think last month the Wasatch Way was the number one downloaded uh, podcast episode in all the other ones that I've done. Wow. I mean, it was in, I think it had been, it was like 30,000, something like that. It was ridiculous. So everyone who's part of that, thank you. Thank you for making this Wasatch Way a success. If you have someone that you love that needs to know about this, let them know about it. Mark, I know I always ask you this, but if someone wants to reach out to you and get their loved one in here because they need help, what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, feel free to call me at any time on my personal phone. Uh, my number is 801-898-7778. And I would be glad to meet with a family member, yeah. meet with the families themselves. Yep. Um, again, I'm grateful to do that. Yeah. And it, it, it's an opportunity for me to just better myself. Yeah. And so I, I love what I do. Uh, there's no hesitation. And uh, if there's anything I can do to help, if they come to me or go somewhere else, I would just be glad to uh, help in any way possible. Yeah. So thank you for that opportunity. Yeah, love it. Well, uh, another great episode. It was great talking with you. Yeah, you too. Tom. Seriously, always. Great, great conversation. We talked about some powerful principles. Like I said, if you know someone who's struggling, you're not sure how to talk to them, give them the link to this episode. It'll open up the door. Then you can follow up with them, ask them what they thought. Come see Mark. Call Mark. We'll take you on a tour of this place. If this isn't the fit for you, Mark's so good about that too. He'll find the place that's a fit. That's what's so cool about this. We're not trying to make sure we fill this place up. We've got to have everyone. It's like, no, Mark will do whatever's best for that person who's coming in to check things out. So anyway, love you guys. Mark, love you. Thanks for all you're doing for to make this world a better place. You too, Todd. I appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Okay, love you guys. Until next time.